2: And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Monday Night Raw. We're going to be talking about a possible summer break for Roman Reigns. But first, let's hop into this, Larson. We've got a new feud Ooh. in possibly AEW. Ooh. Is this going to be a match we're going to see? CM Punk versus Eric Bischoff? I don't know. Let's get into Maybe. it.
3: Maybe. Let's get into the backstory, yeah. then we can speculate whether match will happen. So, on a recent episode of Strictly Business, Eric Bischoff spoke about AEW's need to build up their audience amongst casual wrestling fans and also spoke about CM Punk's statements he made following this year's Full Gear that casual wrestling fans don't exist anymore. So these transcripts come to you from Wrestling Inc. Quote, that's what Eric Bischoff had to say. The casual fan is still out there. If you build it, honest to God, as corny as it sounds, if you build it, your audience will show up. They will. That lapse fan, uh, it, that, they will. That lapse fan is another term. Sorry, I've heard in a lot of research that I did. I used to watch wrestling, but I don't watch that shit anymore. Sometimes it's just life, your job, your kids, Whatever. If anybody's gonna try to convince me that you can't find that audience again, they shouldn't be in the wrestling business. All due respect to CM Punk. CM Punk never spent five minutes in the television business. He knows a lot more about what's going on in the wrestling ring. He knows a lot about building a character, more than I ever will in terms of executing it, but to make the casual statement that I think the Laps fan is gone, I don't think they're ever gonna come back. What the F are you doing in television business then, dude? It makes no sense to me. I don't believe it's true. So then Punk shot back today Twitter responding to a clip, not this clip, but a clip from 83 weeks, where Bischoff is making the case that of like, this is essentially the analogy Bischoff used. There is a thousand people. Of those thousand, 100 will be hardcore wrestling fans, meaning people that watch everything totally immersed in the world of professional wrestling. Sure. Uh, Of that 900, There are casual fans, not all 900, but casual fans exist amongst those 900 who will watch a couple shows, maybe pay-per-views, maybe WrestleMania, something like that. Bischoff's general point is, I'd rather take the time to go after those 900 than to appease the 100. That's the general point in this clip. Uh, Punk responded to that saying, uh, quote, wrestling Twitter needs to stop amplifying all the old head, bad faith, bad take, carny dipshits. They had their moment in the sun, let them die in the dark with their ego. Podcast, quote
2: me. Let, I want to ask your take. What's your take on this first? The, one of the first things I thought it
3: is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's funny, and it's a bit ironic that Eric Bischoff blasts uh, 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 tailoring your product to hardcore fans when, arguably, the thing—the best thing he ever done in the wrestling business—the NWO storyline initially cater to hardcore wrestling fans because those are the people who would know who Scott Hall was who knew who Kevin Nash was people who watch both WCW and WF now have bringing Hogan to the NWO gave it mainstream appeal I understand that totally uh, it, it, me personally personally I think Eric Bischoff's contribution to the wrestling industry are a tad bit overrated um, I, focus I, on a statement though. I know, I'm getting I'm, getting to, I'm getting to that I'm getting to that Uh, and, you know, you can make the claim that he pretty much uh, drove two companies into the ground, Eric Bischoff. So, for him to say, I would rather focus on 900 people I might be able to get to watch my show at the potential expense of the 100 people I know will watch my show, I don't know if that's necessarily sound business either. Now, that's not to say you don't try to appeal to both. You you do what... You give the 100 people enough to, to watch on a regular basis. But as we see with AEW and WWE, they try to make appeals to mainstream audiences, to the casual wrestling fan. WWE will bring in legends, people that, uh, you know, the nostalgia acts, if you will. They'll bring in celebrities to try to get eyeballs in the product with hopes that those people will stick around after that storyline ends. And we've seen AEW do that as well. In this day and age, we've seen those bumps in ratings. I don't know. I haven't done like an analysis of it, whether those bumps in ratings lead to people sticking around after that storyline is over. though,
2: There's no way to tell. You can assume. My assumption is this. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my take. Punk is right in that there are a lot of old head, bad faith takes mm-hmm. on Twitter and social media. This ain't one of them. It's not. Because what Bishop is saying, I'm sorry, is true. Those hardcore fans are going to stick around. You can appease them easily. It's easy to do that. You just air product. I don't know what the ratings for AEW would be without Punk, Danielson, Mox, Jericho, and uh, uh, what's the other big name I'm missing? Adam Uh, Cole. uh, Adam Cole, right. I don't know what those numbers would be like. I will hazard a guess that it wouldn't be approaching a million every week. I just think that draws are draws. You can't tell me that your ratings are still going to be a million every week if those household wrestling names, yeah, yeah, who the hard karate's are there, you can't. No, I know, but I, so, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't wait, wait. Let I me let me finish okay. my take. WWE's attitude era kicked off. By doing what? Capturing the zeitgeist because of Mike Tyson. That's how I got involved in it. That's how a million people did. Bishop is right. Every time I explain to somebody what I do, I come across a lapsed fan. And nine times out of ten, that lapsed fan, I always push them to AEW. I'm like, hey, remember when wrestling was Mm -hmm, cool? mm -hmm. They're kind of doing that again. Yeah. And I think that there are plenty of bad faith takes out there. Oh, we yeah. see him all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This isn't one of them, and he's not even being disrespectful when he says this stuff. No, I don't think he necessarily
3: is. I don't think he necessarily is. But, I mean, like, the way, if you watch the video that Punk is responding to, it almost, Bischoff almost frames it like an either-or thing.
2: Yeah, and I have not listened to it, okay. so I'll take your so word for I,
3: I, I did before we started. Um, and, and to a certain degree, he seems almost dismissive of the 100 hardcore fans. To a certain degree, when and when and when, and this is something we see in the wrestling business, kind of writ large. This isn't something that Bischoff particularly uh, seemingly has his attitude, where you kind of have a, a bit of resentment towards your most loyal fans. Well, that's different. Yeah, I know. You're right about that, but that's different. It is different. But I mean, in, in terms of the, the conversation he was having in this clip, it seemed to be kind of part of it. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's kind of what really I took. That, that's that's what I. Thought okay, well, you can't take those you can't take those hundred those hundred fans for granted. I'm not saying you don't go after the 900. I'm not That's saying that true. at all. Yeah, you, you can't don't take, take, what you take have those hundred fans, fans for granted because yeah. yes, they're hardcore. You as we saw in WCW, you do enough, they will turn the channel too. you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I, I I was getting to the point where we have we seen WB bring in celebrities, uh, 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 legends. We see AEW do that. We see, and I'm not saying don't do that. It's not an either-or proposition, you know? Yeah. You try to appeal to both the best you can. And just the way Bischoff framed it in the video was like, well, I'd rather frame my product to try to get those 900 who might, who might stay tuned on a regular basis rather than worry about the 100. And if you're looking at it strictly as, well, I know those 100 are going to stick around regardless, so I'll do what I can to get 900. Okay, get that. You can't take those 100 for granted, though. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: That's just, that's, that's my point. I agree with that. I, 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 absolutely agree with that. Um, And, and when Bischoff throws lobs at Punk saying he hasn't been in the television business, well, I'm sorry, Bischoff, Punk wrote 14 weeks of TV to Vin, for Vince McMahon. That's debatable. I, I <laughs> doubt you can be on, on raw for as I long know. as you are, for as long well, as I you think are. I'm sorry. I I'm, I meant, I meant Bischoff's statement is debatable. Not what you just said. He, yeah, 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 he, he no, did that. No, I know. Punk absolutely wasn't in the television business. Now, was he an executive like I Bishop, I think was? that's no. what Bischoff's point is, is that I, Punk has never I been in TV boardrooms with Ted Turner and so on and so forth. And I think look, I'm I'm not a massive fan of Bischoff. I think he's he's he is what he is. That being said, he did bring WCW and and the, the Guy Evans Nitro book is a wonderful mm. explainer of it. He did bring WCW to profitability, yeah, totally. And yes, he made some errors along the way. And I kind of, I think a lot. I think the general consensus is that I've come to understand it was more Vince Russo driving WCW into the ground, and it was the the addition of Thunder is running Eric Bischoff too ragged, et cetera, et cetera. They they really needed to understand that more isn't necessarily better, and that's really what did uh, WCW in. But, um, but yeah, I think that I think that popularity. Capturing the Zeitgeist is something that wrestling is always trying to do. Yeah. And I think that is by by its very nature. I when 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 CM Punk first said, cuz he said this ages ago, that there's there's no casual fan, that, that 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 doesn't exist. I disagree completely. I think that people would totally be willing to come back to wrestling in a big way. Uh, it's just more difficult these days because entertainment is so much more. It really niche. Is, really is. I, Capturing the zeitgeist is difficult. I mean, I think there's a difference between casual fan and lapsed fan. Mm-hmm, I
1: think there's yeah. a difference.
3: I think people that there's some people that have like a passing interest in wrestling, and I don't, I, I, I would wager that those people are out there. I don't know if they're there to the number that they, maybe they used to be. You know, because there are so many more entertainment options out there. Mm-hmm. There's so many different places, so, many, so much more variety in terms of what you can watch these days as opposed to what there was 20, 25 years ago. You There's know? a lot of
2: competition. There is a Absolutely. lot of
3: competition out there. So even if it's people maybe that that maybe are just casually checking out, hey, what's happening with WrestleMania this year? Or They're, they're flipping through the channels. Oh, WrestleMania is on the pay-per-view. Maybe I'll check that out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Those people are, are out there, obviously, because I think we've talked to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are they out there to the same number that there were years ago? I don't know. I think there are a lot of Laps fans. I think there's a lot of people that used to watch wrestling, whether it's oh, during yeah. the Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression Area, three weeks ago. I don't know that for whatever reason are burned out, or got turned off by the product to some degree. Um, and, and, yeah, you should try to appeal to people who used to watch the product that for whatever reason decided, mm, this isn't for me anymore, if you can't.
2: But again, not at the expense of people you know who are going to watch your show. Yeah. Go yeah. for both. But I think, I mean, I think, you know, like AEW uh, uh, getting stars that WWE's dropped the ball with. I think that's a, that's a smart move. I think you're, you know, you are trying to appeal to, look, man, I don't think there's a lapsed fan, a casual fan. I think that it's all shades of fandom, oh, you absolutely. know? I mean, clearly, there's people who watch... Uh, there's 292,000 people this past week that watched Rampage, and there's 870,000, or whatever it was, that watched Dynamite. 830,000, know? I think it was. Clearly, the 292,000, you would consider more along the lines of hardcore fans. And the people who watched Dynamite that didn't watch Rampage are a bit further on the casual side of things, on on the whole mm. you know spectrum, if you will. So like I think that the debate over are there casual fans or lapsed? Well, clearly, there's lapsed fans. I meet them all the time. Whenever yeah. I open my yeah. mouth about what I do, we were both. Nobody watches wrestling anymore. We're both lapsed. We at one point in our we were lapsed fans. Yeah, we were both, and then we came back in, and then just now, now we, we have, have to be hardcore yeah. because we're getting paid to be hardcore fans. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a silly thing. You should be trying to capture the audience, and yeah, you should be going and after. Look, like the, the, you, you you toss. Mox and, and and Brian out there and, and you 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 give them Lee Moriarty and Dante Martin, you have a match, your hardcore fans are gonna be happy about yeah. that. You gotta you do you need to be concentrating on growing your business. And one thing AEW can do is try to go because they're doing something that people perceive as something WWE used to do that WWE then drove those people away. And AEW said, We have something that's kinda like that. Come back to us yeah. and we've got some names that you might recognize from twenty ten or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um I kind of feel like that approach, the 90s, you know? that
3: approach appeals maybe more to the lapsed fan than the casual fan.
2: Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, another thing to consider, too,
3: is is uh, there's been times where Tony Khan has been critical of how WCW ran their business, and there's been times where Bischoff has kind of responded to that as if he
2: kind of takes offense to that. Yeah, as well he should. I would. If somebody was like, Oh man, you guys remember how going and raw used to be? I mean shit, man. You and I, we've heard all the time. People, oh, I wish you guys would do the people to this day, they're on our YouTube channel. You guys go back to the wrestling. will you guys ever go back to rest to the gaming stuff? No, we've been doing this for way too long. Yeah. We have no interest in doing gaming outside of like, yeah. you know, uh the wrestling stuff for a goof. And GTA. You know? And GTA. Like that's not what we do anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I get it. I, dude, look, man, I'm not trying to say I'm Eric Bischoff's number one fan. Oh, I'm, certainly I'm not, not an Eric Bischoff stand. I am not either. <laughs> I'm not a sweaty for Eric Bischoff. Same here. In this case, I get where he's coming from. He I has a point. But,
3: yeah. at, in, in a large sense, he has a point. But again, I just don't think you, you go after the 900. Maybe he's at expense of the 100
2: for sure. You know? At the expense, no. Should you do both? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, we're in complete agreement there. Complete agreement there.
1: Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing.
2: Uh, so let's talk about this, man. So yesterday, right here going and raw, we talked about a report from Dave Meltzer that Roman Reigns had apparently signed a new deal with WWE that would see him work fewer dates. Well, it seems like that new contract may have already taken effect because Meltzer is reporting on Monday night's Wrestling Observer Radio that Reigns isn't listed for any of WWE shows from late June till late August. With the exceptions of Money in the Bank, which is a July fourth weekend, mm-hmm. July second, I believe, SummerSlam, which is usually late August. This is July thirtieth. This oh, July thirtieth. Oh, it's July oh, July thirtieth. Okay, yeah, and a July eighth edition of SmackDown in Fort Worth, Texas. So with Reigns still advertised for two of the biggest pay per views of the year, will he really be off TV that entire stretch, Larson? You're shaking your head. This no, is what I'm. Why. This
3: is what I'm. So so apparently it's like ten weeks that he was not advertised for any shows. Mm-hmm. Now this is what I'm thinking. This is just purely speculation on my part. Good. He's got de- to deal now. That means he'll work less dates. So now, rather than advertising him for dates that they're unsure he's going to be at, they pull him from everything. Once they know what dates he'll be, he'll be working, then they'll advertise him for mm-hmm. those dates. Mm-hmm. I imagine th- this is a new thing. Maybe they're still working this out. If he's going to be at Money in the Bank and if he's going to be at SummerSlam, He's going to be on TV to build those matches and promote those shows. He's not going to be TV off TV for 10 weeks, but showing up at Money the Bank and SummerSlam. That doesn't happen. He'll yeah. be there to promote the yeah. shows and build the, his his matches there. Yeah. Will he be there every week? Probably not. Is he going to be working house shows? Seems doubtful.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, look, Roman doesn't need to be there every week. Look, I'll be honest, man. I mean, we're going to talk about Raw here in a second. But – uh Raw has a wealth of stories right now that have nothing to do with that title. Um, I mean, yeah, Kevin Owens and Ezekiel doing their you lied to me thing. You know, you're really Eliza's uh, brother. You got Edge and AJ hold on, hold and on. Bullet Club and all um,
3: that. So I just got an email about a, a house show happening in Sacramento. This just po- popped in. Um, nice. And it says, for advertisement, who's going to be on the show? See, Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn. Plus,
2: guess who? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. <laughs> what's, what's the date on that? July 9th. Uh, July 9th. Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, man, look, I don't know. You you could be right in terms of like the specifics of his contract. They're trying to figure it out. I don't know where Dave is getting, uh, what is this? Dave is reporting that he isn't listed for any of shows like listed for like, where is he getting that from? Yeah. A I,
3: list. I, I would, I would imagine it's probably like on com their own, uh, uh, listing of shows.
2: Yeah. I would. Yes. Yeah. I would. No. Yes. But, you know, it does it 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 does sort of, you know, play into what we were talking about yesterday. He's got this new deal. He's going to have fewer dates. If you look back maybe at Brock Lesnar during that period of time when he was champion but didn't really show up that much. That might be the kind of situation we're looking at. Um and and I'll be honest, as long as they can tell good stories, Maybe think about elevating those titles, those other titles that they have. Mm -hmm. Although they don't seem interested in doing that, maybe elevate those titles if you want something else for people to fight over. They've got, right now, they've got stories going without titles involved and they're doing fine. What? What? So I'm on WWE's uh, uh, event page. That's so weird.
3: What? So so on the date of this, this Sacramento house show, July 9th, there's apparently another house show Which isn't that huge of a, uh, a deal Because I'm guessing they still run uh, Are they th-
2: advertising Reigns too? No,
3: but there's Oh, this is a Raw show The other one must be a Smackdown show That would explain it um, It was just weird on, on that same date They had that one show but not the other one
2: Remember they were doing like, uh, they'd be running like Monday Night Raw and then they'd have like a Smackdown house show the same day and like 30 people would Yeah, attend. I know, like 25 <laughs> people would show up, I know. <laughs> yeah. So um,
3: if you go to these events here on WB. Mm-hmm. Com, yeah, and they have their own calendar, and in, for example, there's a, a house show in Utica, New York on July 24th, so you hit event details. And it's a raw show, so you have the the banner here on top, and underneath there you have featured superstars. And there's Cody, there's Drew, there's Bianca, there's Riddle, there's Orton, and Becky. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I guess the assumption would be those would be the performers that would be on the show. Mm-hmm. But if you go to a SmackDown one, I mean, in fact, there aren't really I haven't really noticed any Smack. Oh, here's a SmackDown one. Here's Sasha. Yeah, there's no Roman listed here. Hmm. Um. Let me check earlier prior to his proposed. Uh, hiatus to see if he actually shows up on any of these. Well, here's one from June 11th, and he's not on this one either. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't
2: know. Well, we'll find out. We'll oh, find here's out one. Here's one. Summertime. He's on the
3: banner. Yep. So this is on May 22nd. So there's one that apparently he's going to be on.
2: That's a little, or that's, that's earlier than the time frame, I think we're talking yeah, about.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to find one that had him on it.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah so I don't know man. I you know look he, it's he's he's a big deal he's got that unified championships mm-hmm. uh Brock did the same thing and uh and and yeah, you know, just tell some story tell some good stories. those names you just read off Cody's a big deal Seth's a big deal Becky's a big deal Bianca's a big deal. orton's huge. yep riddle's huge yep. now um you know, it would not shock me to see a lot less of Roman reigns making him yeah. a bigger deal. Totally. You know. Totally. That's 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 normal. It's yeah. just, it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out. Agreed. You know, because I mean sometimes like when Vince is like desperate, they'll be, like, "Oh, we need more." You know, It's like, "Okay, now we're going to sign up Brock for a-, a-, a spell." And who knows? Maybe Brock will be, you know, coming back this summer for SummerSlam or something like that. So you'll get those they figure, "Oh, we're going to get Brock for a 6-week span leading up to to SummerSlam," and he'll be, I don't know, taking on I don't know who we got up here. Seth Rollins or something Yeah, like yeah that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. They, I think WWE thinks they've got plenty of of of, of weapons in their arsenal. Oh, they do. Thing.
3: Especially on the Raw
2: side of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's there's plenty of uh, people they can use. And <laughs> these to, days, the Raw side of things, the SmackDown side of things, they're going to be doing this tag title unification. Let's talk about that really quick, yeah. man, because I thought that was pretty interesting that RK-Bro, they started off Raw last night mm-hmm. talking about, Usos, you guys got this idea in our heads now. You're not running away from this. We're coming after you now. Yeah,
3: they're going to be on SmackDown on Friday.
2: To unify those titles. All this discussion about title unification. RK-Bro is the biggest thing that WWE has right now. They're like one of the most over act they have. Oh, absolutely. Tag title unification, whether the Usos coming away with it, RK-Bro coming away with it. It seems like it's inevitable, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it does now. Yeah, I, I, I guess it'll, 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 it'll it to be seen whether they advertise this match again.
2: Yeah, right. It so
3: actually happens this time. You know, I mean, if
2: they advertise it the first time, because you had read that this was you know the plan to advertise it and then pull it and change it. Yeah. Now, I mean, do you, maybe that was like, hey, let's see what people think about this. Let's let's put it out there mm-hmm. and see if there's some excitement for it. Maybe they put it out there and they liked what they heard. They liked what they saw. And they're like, okay, we're going to do this now. Mm-hmm. This is actually something that we're going to do. Maybe they were just preparing people for this you know, situation. I don't know. For the fans to put it out there. I don't know. I foreshadowing. Don't know. I don't know. Whatever. But I kind of like that RK bro at this point are like, hey, this was your idea, but we really I like mean, it. I mean, to a degree, they should
3: feel emboldened to do it because uh, Riddle beat both the Usos in consecutive weeks. You know? Absolutely. Or consecutive shows. Whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think they should feel pretty good about their chances to, to beat the Usos in, in a, a tag match. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. So we'll see if that happens at Hell in a Cell. hmm Or if it happens at. Uh,
3: SmackDown or Raw or something like Money that. Money in the Bank.
2: Yeah. yeah. You'd,
3: that's got to be a pay-per-view match right You'd there. think so. You would well, think. I mean, if they have the match and then there's some weird finish or something, I wouldn't be surprised they'd have that to. uh have the match to, to try to get some ratings for a show, but then just have a wonk finish,
2: and DQ finish. Just so no one wins. Speaking of wonk finishes oh, and DQ dear. finishes, let's talk about Ross. <laughs> oh, the remainder of Ross saw three high-profile DQ finishes. First yes. up, Cody Rhodes challenging Theory, even though uh, the bunch of the commentators kept on calling <laughs> Austin Theory. I still call it Austin have a hard Theory. Time. I was typing Austin, Austin Theory before I stopped. It flows it does. so well, Austin Theory. I know. They really need to bring the Austin back. They really should, but this is real Um, first name, so they won't. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Cody Rhodes, challenging theory for Mm -hmm. the U.S. title last night. You sort of saw this coming, even though I I was thinking to myself, so there's like an 80% chance Seth Rollins is going to interfere with this match and wonk it, but there's a 20% chance they're like really high on Cody and Mm -hmm. and the amazing response that he's getting because the people love Cody. They do love Cody. Maybe they're going to do this. Maybe they just put that title on theory to say, hey, he's the youngest WWE champion of whatever in recent memory, Mm -hmm. and then they're going to take the title back off him. No, that 20% boss did not happen. Seth Rollins, who, regardless if Cody is done with him, Seth is not, gave him a big old stomp on that table, table, uh, leading certainly to Hell in a Cell, right? Yeah, you would think so. This is going to be in in the actual, not just at Hell in a Cell, in Hell in a Cell. Because they always have to qualify it. You do. In, not at.
3: It's different. In. Yeah. Um, There was a couple other uh, DQ finishes. Main event between Bianca Belair and Asuka. And then uh, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Edge with his new haircut. uh, Speared Finn Balor to, to, to cost the match. To cost Damian Priest the match. They didn't really seem to be the point. The point was seemingly to beat the hell out of <laughs> Finn Balor yeah. and AJ Styles.
2: Yeah, they don't really care about wins and losses as long as, well, Edge gets his wins. Yeah. Doesn't matter, Priest. <laughs> but also, apparently, if you want to, if you're tired of signing autographs for the fans and then seeing them end up on eBay, join the Judgment Day.
3: The you know, what, Judgment Day. Yeah, that uh, I texted you the last night. Day. I don't know why that... that that like gets on my OCD or something. The Judgment Day. Because when you say the phrase Judgment Day, I can't think of any other situation where you'd put the uh, a definite article before it.
2: Well, it's the definitive. It's not just a judgment. It's not any judgment. I know, day. but it's still, the Judgment still, Day.
3: Hey, here's Edge in his new faction. The Judgment Day.
2: It doesn't sound right. Well, I can, I can, I can hear Bruce and Vince. God damn it, pal. It's not just any old judgment day. It's the last It's judgment. the fucking judgment day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a weird. I get you. It doesn't really trigger me all that much. I just, I was amused when you texted me. I was like, oh, the, the gets you. And you're like, yeah, the gets me. In this case, like yeah, it.
3: the definitely gets me.
2: It bugged me more that Edge's haircut is not match ready because whenever he does any action now, he's got a terrific head of hair. Oh, yeah. It's a head of hair. I Anybody wish I, I had a half a good a head of hair as he has. Right? Yeah. So he gets in there. He gives a spear to Finn Balor. And then he gets up, and he's got troll doll hair. Mm-hmm. And then he has to, like, pat it down. And now this is going to be a thing whenever he has a match. He's going to be incessantly start patting put, his hair so down. So now,
3: after maybe after he's done this one, he's like, man, i got to put way more product in my hair now so it doesn't move.
2: He needs some Dapper Dan. He's, is he a Dapper Dan man? Or maybe he likes fop. I don't know. Don't know. One of the two. Regardless, unless he uses something, use... he's going to be in a tight spot every match trying I to think fix my... his hair. <laughs> in a tight spot. I think my dad used to use a uh, dippity doo. Mm. I think that's what he called it. So I Because you used... know he was, he was in the air force. Yeah, now. and so he had. To, he but he liked his hair long. Yeah, and so he would use dippity doo. He just slack it in the... Yeah, see, I see. I've never used uh, what pomade. Never used that. I just... Palm. Yeah, pomade. He used, yeah,
3: like gel and stuff, but not. Mm-hmm. Pomade, so I don't know. I
2: don't yeah. Know well, we're going to be seeing that from Ed. Maybe maybe Rhea well, Ripley can clue him into some stuff because go. her hair it looks like, you know, uh, uh, Charlie McCarthy, the old uh the old uh, uh vitriloquist doll. Yeah. <laughs> sort of just spackled down. Yeah.
3: Um, let's talk about a couple other story uh, 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 bits here. So we saw the uh, return of Alexa Bliss Mm -hmm. to Monday Night Raw last night in a match in a winning effort against Sonya Deville. So she's kind of gone... big
2: match too, really quick. It was
3: quick. I guess the idea, Sonya was devastated after being stripped of her uh, management position. Um, Mm -hmm. And so she just got wrecked by Alexa Bliss. So it's like 90% her old gimmick, old music's back. Uh, kind of the old ring gear to the, the
2: more or uh, less. What was her? What was her deal? They called her the um, the goddess, the, the goddess, and they just yes. recently trademarked
3: that. Yeah, yeah. so it's like ninety percent there,
2: except she still has a Lily with her. And then like the theme music is it, like starts off strong in the old one, but then it kind of dives into a little bit of the newer one or like her more more recent one. Yeah, dude, it's clear. It is clear that this is just sort of they have no plans for her. Because they're like, okay, what is she going to be the goddess, or are we going to tell a story about how she's going to get back to it? We don't know, but we want you back because you're kind of a draw. People love Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. i I wonder, do you think the weird Alexa Bliss avatar uh, having YouTube commenters, the weird Alexa stands in our comments? Yeah, you know, like it's they're like Alexa Bliss, and they always say the same thing. It's like Alexa Bliss should be featured. Where is Alexa Bliss? Yeah, this story's fine, but it needs more Alexa Bliss. Yeah. So Which is gonna, the weirdest it fucking thing? So,
3: as, are we gonna put Alexa in the thumbnail to see if that if that helps the uh, number? Yeah, that that,
2: that makes sense. We're gonna do that. We're gonna bait those people in. Um, are they gonna be pleased by last night's events, or are they gonna be? No, nah, she should have been. Well, it, 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 they'll be pleased, but yet wanting more. Okay. Yeah. Happy yeah. she's back. the Same time. Uh,
3: yeah. uh, more. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah. it's
3: great to see her back. It'd be cool if there was like more of a story, immediate story building to her return. I know they did the, yeah, the therapist stuff months ago, prior to elimination chamber, dropped it, yeah. which was February three months ago. Mm-hmm. And then she hasn't been seen since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the cool yeah. if build
2: to her return, but, but it's cool to see her back. No, it's really cool to see her back. It's great to have her back. It would be nice if there was some story, but I get, you know, man, it, it's one of the problems with the sort of Bray Wyatt type character you know, she—I don't know if she really ended up benefiting from that shit because they—you never—they never know where to go with that stuff. Yeah, they never know. Yeah. Okay, we've got this supernatural guy. Now, what's what's the long game for him? And they never know. Yeah, they don't. This—it's—it's it's, it's a concept, not a character. Now, let's, let's speaking of something where seemingly they have
3: no idea where they're going with it, let's talk about Lacey Evans. Uh, she's apparently on Raw now. This is according to PW Insider. She had one of her promos on the show last night. PW Insider, mm-hmm, yeah. she's on the Raw roster now. And also, she's a heel? According to PW Insider. Now, we were talking about her, yesterday her appearance on SmackDown, where she had one of her promos, and it's all you know about her her, her difficult upbringing, uh, the challenges she faced and overcame, um, and all babyface stuff. Baby Super soup. baby, f- dude. And like literally last night. This is
2: the most yes. babyface a person yes. could
3: be, Lars. Last night, she closed her promo saying, I'm going to end the cycle. That I had to deal with my whole life, and focus on my family, myself, being a WWE superstar, being proud of who I am, and and then like on SmackDown though after the promo, then the ring announcer says, "Hey, Lacey Evans is coming. Like show her respect or something like that." I can't remember the exact verbiage.
2: It was yeah, Lacey Evans is uh, about to make her entrance. She would like all of you to stand up and show your respect. Yeah, which is a super heel thing to do. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't understand it. This is may, This is like, and I, dude, I'm honestly not trying to be dramatic here. Is this the most ill-advised story beat since like Eugene, right? As ill-advised as that was, and it's funny because when they came out of her promo last night, Corey had a weird. He says he says that her story might be a bit sensational. But, yeah, yeah. And I was, was like, good. sensational. Do you understand the definition of the word sensational? Like, this is as gritty and as grounded. You have pictures. I know. She's talking about suffering from abuse, and you're going to position her as a bad guy? I don't get it at all. What kind of... That is That is so far beyond the understanding of, like, it's weird. It is weird. It, it is, is weird.
3: beyond weird. Now, the only thing I think of is... is Vince really enjoyed her heel work before and and saw these promos and was like, oh, this is good stuff. But she's such a good heel. Let's just have her be a heel.
2: Right. It's it's very it's it's bad. It's 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 very um It's just oblivious. Yeah. You know, you tell somebody's story like this, and it's like you want this can't be the Suffering through a life of tragedy that is real cannot be the catalyst for a fictional character being a bad guy like that 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 can fly in other forms of fiction. But this this can't it's it's and for them not to understand that is is fucking weird. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's kind of not because Vince is so detached from reality. I know. Truly. It's weird. But, yeah, I mean, you think about it. It's like she she's going after the title. You have just by virtue of you have two face champions now. Mm-hmm. She moves over to Raw. She's going to be facing Bianca Belair. Like, what are her promos going to be like? I have no idea. Like, wh- where does she go from here if she's a bad guy? I don't know. I don't know. It's this is going to be one of the weirder things to keep an eye on. It really is. It really yeah. is. Because she was, like, crying during her promo I last know. night. I know. It was really emotional stuff. I know it was like it was harrowing stuff. Like I really you, you feel for her, mm-hmm. you know. Like she said, what her her dad passed uh, due to addiction because before two days before W. P. Tryout, right? And then another family like, the member day OD'd. Day of, the day of like, her NXT debut, yeah, in a parking lot mm-hmm. at the at like the facility or something. Or she like said that? not far from from where right. The yeah, happening so, man. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I think it's 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 you there's no way to tell her story without this being an inspirational baby face. Yeah. Look at everything she's overcome. Look at everything she's overcome, but she's an asshole. Like that's that's not a great message, no, man. For no. the for what WWE, that's not a great message. No. It's like I don't know. It's like this is this is super cynical, but it's like, doesn't it feel like Vince has watched like, I don't know, a documentary on because here's the thing, like when you look at the, for, I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. Um, what was it? The, the, the serial killer, Ramirez, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He had a messed up mm-hmm. childhood, mm-hmm. just beyond messed up, mm-hmm. right? But in the WWE, you're not supposed to take a messed up childhood and then generate a bad guy out of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. If if WWE, if, if they had any sort of, you know, creative savviness, they might be able to pull it off. but you don't want to do that. No, it's no. WWE, man. It's no. kids programming. All right, man. Raw started off with an RK Bro promo. Of course, they're super over. Oh, they Orton are. welcome. Maybe most over. Yeah, he says, unfortunately, uh, Orton says, unfortunately, lost a backlash. Before all this is said and done, we're going to win the war. It was the Usos' idea to have a tag team title unification, but that didn't happen because Roman tore up the contract because he knows that the Usos can't hold the candle to us. He says, now we're thinking we want those SmackDown titles. We want to unify the tag titles and become undisputed. Tag champions. And uh, Riddle says, now that it seems like Roman makes all the decisions for the Usos, we're going to go to SmackDown and demand title unification. And if Roman says no, it shows he has no confidence in his cousins. And then he gets interrupted by the Street Mm Profits. And they basically say, you know what? Ain't got to worry about the bloodline. You got to worry about us. Yep. And uh, he says, we're here to remind you guys that we got next. And it's us. who are going to unify the tag titles. Dawkins said, "Uh, we heard you talk Smack. And uh, you guys never brought up the street profits. And uh, in a couple minutes, it's going to be us versus you for the tag titles. And Ford says we want the smoke, and then Riddle has his own King of the Ring '96 moment. Yeah, and he says uh, if you guys want the smoke, RK Bro 420 says we just smoked your asses. I think that's, the what, the that's what the t-shirt says. What t-shirt says? That popped Orton huge. He was really happy about that. Oh, he loves that yeah, shit, Yeah, because he knows when he when he's happy, people buy those shirts.
3: Exactly. Uh, they might have sold a few more shirts last night. Fun match, RK bro, got the win. Finish was awesome. So uh, Ford hits Riddle with an gear. He goes up top. He's looking for a frog splash. Uh, m- maybe at the last possible second he could have done it. Riddle stands up. Bang, RKO. If he yeah, waited any awesome. longer,
2: uh, Ford would have been on the mat already. It was within it was within milliseconds the, the the margin of error here. Yeah, and I love the camera immediately goes to Orton, and you can tell. He was like, oh, shit, that was close. I know. But he hit it. He, he hit it in the, he in did. the moment. That's he did great. It.
3: Um, let's talk about this. So they they, they, seemingly, they went to the airport in Hartford, Connecticut, one of the old uh, type airports where rather the tunnel you walk down to get to the plane, they got the stairs that you wheel up to the door of the plane, and you enter the plane that way. So they brought one of those yeah. essentially on the stage on, on Raw. So yeah. Kevin Patrick's up there. And he introduces a, a, an interview with Theory. So you have the stage, and off the stage left – is it stage left, is it how you're looking at the stage, or if you're on the stage looking to the audience? I don't remember. The left side of the no. stage, if you're looking at the stage, there's these stairs, yeah. so Austin Theory. Sorry, Theory comes out, walks up the steps. I don't know, if they're gonna go back to this, it's gonna take a while to get used to. I know they used to do interviews like this all the time, uh, you know, where, where the, the interviews were, like mean and Gene interview someone out in the crowd and, and the crowd would be behind them. Th- the stairs there were a distraction
2: for me, but whatever. Apparently, this is clearly just one of Vince's weird things. Exactly. He was probably watching an old, I don't know, an old pay per view. Is like we should do this again. I'll be honest. I liked it. I thought it felt bigger. I thought Theory looked really good here. Um, it's, so it's a, I mean, for me, it's a small thing. Is
3: like I didn't want to. I don't want to see the stairs popping out into the stage.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks pedestrian. It yeah. does.
3: Like I just yeah. want to. I just I, if if that's going to happen, have
2: Theory come out and have him just poof appear. On the stage, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really notice all that. I was like, "Oh, this is different." Um, no, I kind of dug it. I like it better than just having like a bunch of like you know fucking moving crates behind you backstage. Oh, doing totally, all these totally. I mean, the yeah. the visual
3: of, of of them with the crowd behind them and stuff is cool. It's mm-hmm, it's like yeah. the,
2: the 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 little
3: pedestrian stuff to me is it's like okay, well. Execution. Nothing.
2: Nothing beats the moving throne that Edge and Priest use. Talk about pedestrian. Me. That is the most pedestrian <laughs> shit. That I love that so much because it was so bad. Yeah. Um, but I do love Edge's Tron. The new Tron. It's great. It's great. They frame it with the with the wings. It's, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. The presentation. It is outstanding. The
3: the yeah the the presentation for the Judgment Day is really good.
2: <laughs> the presentation. Yeah. Is the so anyways,
3: theories just talking about his match against Cody tonight for the US title, and he's like, Yeah, I don't really have to prepare. I'm already great, youngest US champ. I'm just scratching the surface. Um, he pretty much calls Cody old. Says last mm-hmm. time Cody was here, I was practically in diapers.
2: Which is weird to think that when he was like, you know, what he is what, twenty five right now? Yeah, it was only seven like years that? ago
3: that or six years ago that Cody was there.
2: Yeah, so when he was turning into an adult he was wearing a diaper. Which I know some people have to do and that's fine, but didn't realize that would be theory.
3: Yeah. Uh, anyways, he says he's all of the he's the future essentially. And then we get uh, Judgment Day. They come to the ring. Uh, Ed starts talking, and uh, uh, pretty much he's uh, talking crap about all the fans who who sit there and talk about their morals and then go home and then like tweet mean things to him.
2: It, it, this it's so long. It's so dumb. It's so pedestrian. I know we use that word a lot, but it's a great word. It is. And uh, and then yeah, poor Rhea gets on the mic because the Priest puts her over, and she's like. I go tired of little kids getting my autograph, and then I see it on eBay the next day. And I'm like, just don't go on eBay. I know, exactly. <laughs> just, don't <laughs> go eBay? EBay I know. just don't go I on want eBay. Don't on eBay anymore Anyway, I know. don't go on eBay. I want an old comic book collection that's been peed on. I'm going to get on eBay. Just don't go on eBay. Done. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, I hate going on Craigslist and seeing, uh, you know. <laughs> it's my fucking McDonald's cup on there. Yeah,
3: your uh, uh, dream team 92.
2: Right. Commemorative
3: cup, yes. Uh so anyways, Edge at the end of this promo uh, uh insinuates that they're looking to expand their ranks. They're recruiting for more members. Yeah. And then Liv Morgan comes out, interrupts because she has a match with Rhea next. Uh, oh yeah, and Rhea had called out Liv Morgan yeah. too. She's like, yeah. I've
2: got some business and some business that I need to take care of. Yeah. So yeah, that match happened next. And uh Rhea <laughs> Rhea friggin' kind of annihilates. Yeah, she Liv she here.
3: she destroyed Liv, uh yeah. locked on a reverse clover leaf, Liv taps. Uh, Edge and Damian Priest get in the ring, and Edge just kind of nods at Rian. She puts Cloverleaf back on Liv, and then Finn and AJ take their sweet time Oh, getting to that ring.
2: Bullet club on our time. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but Finn looked really jazzed to be with AJ. <laughs> I mean, it's
3: something for him to do. I imagine that's a that's an improvement over nothing. Oh, yeah, nothing. he's
2: super happy. Yeah. Uh
3: Then we got uh Finn versus Damian Priest next. Damian Priest. Um Priest was dominating early, and then Finn started getting his stuff in. Uh, f- f- uh, Finn clotheslines Priest to the floor. He's looking for a, a tope over the top rope. Rhea stands in front of Priest, so Finn puts the brakes on, and then bang, Edge hits a- fits Finn with a spear. So mm, yeah. Finn wins by DQ. AJ gets in the ring. He's fighting off uh, Edge and Priest, and then Rhea gets in the ring. He turns around, um, and that's enough of a distraction or Edge to Ram with a turnbuckle. And then uh, Edge and Priest hit AJ with that spear leg sweep combo thing they've been doing.
2: Yep. Yeah, which is a cool combo. Yeah. That's pretty neat. You know, a couple more reps, I'll have it. I'll the have timing it down, down
3: a little bit better. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Kevin Owens and Alpha Academy backstage. Um, Gable said, uh, he says, look, he passed the lie detector test, but here's the thing. I know people at the DNA lab. And that popped <laughs> Kevin Owens. He says, the DNA the lab? DNA He's like, yeah. Lab. He says, I took a cup, the cup that Ezekiel drank from uh, during the lie detector test. And uh, next week, they're going to have evidence that he's lying. Kevin Owens, he said, I love it. I've got a special guest tonight. He says, every year in Nova Scotia, there's a tournament. And my brother, Ken Owens, has won it three times. And he's here tonight to compete against Ezekiel. I mean, Elias. His name is Elias. He's like, Elias is done because my older brother is going to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. It was great.
3: Uh, then yeah. we got the VIP lounge with MVP and Amos. MVP says, hey, everyone show Amos respect. I proved to the fans that I was right about what I was saying. I made the almighty. Lashley's ego got so large, and he didn't want to share the WrestleMania spotlight with me. He left me at home. But then he was interrupted by Cedric Alexander, and Cedric says, hey, I'm proud of you, Amos, and everything you said, MVP, has come true. But now, with your leadership, MVP, Amos's power and my technical expertise, we Mm -hmm. will squash Smash anyone who steps in her way, and MVP's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. What? Who is this we? What are you And Ced- Cedric says, the three of us. <laughs> says, so far, Moss, I know you've done all the heavy lifting. And MVP interrupts says, no, 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 no. Uh, he's about to uh, say something. Anyway, so he's interrupted by Bobby Lashley. Lashley comes to the ring, and he destroys security. That spine buster he gave that one oh, dude on the floor. God. That he dude was bounced like six inches dudes. off the ground. Those were rough, man, yeah. Yeah, so Cedric's looking for a splash off the apron. Lashley catches him, throws him to the barricade, and then Lashley steps up to Amos, clotheslines him out of the ring. He's about to go after MVP. Cedric gets in there, jumps on Lashley's back. Lashley flings him off. Uh, Eventually, he puts uh, Cedric into hurt lock as MVP and Amos walk up the ramp.
2: Yep. Poor Cedric. I feel so bad for him. I know. MVP, just let him be there. Just let him be there, MVP. My goodness. Cedric's great. He is great. I love him on the mic these days, too. Oh, me too. His voice is all hoarse and shit. It's yeah, so know. great. I know. Cedric's uh, awesome. Uh he is great. After that, we had Adam Pierce and Sony Deville backstage. Sony says, Pierce, enough about this investigation. Whether I'm a competitor or WWE official, I do things by the book. So who am I facing tonight? And Pierce is like, look, Sony, we need to have a conversation. She's like, No, no, no. Who am I facing? She's like, um, she's actually, you know what, I don't care. She says, for me, this is nothing personal. It's always just business walks off. So uh, after that, Pierce, she's in the ring. Pierce comes to the ramp, says, listen, you didn't let me say this. The formal investigation of your conduct is concluded. Management has found that you abuse your power. So your contract as a WWE official is terminated. I tried to tell you this earlier. You're still a WWE superstar. And I tried to tell you who your opponent is tonight. It's the returning Alexa Bliss. And then Alexa Bliss sweaties are all like, oh, she's back. Now I can comment weird things about her in your YouTube comments. Uh, So uh, anyways, Alexa Bliss ends up winning this with a twisted bliss. Sonya Deville was not too happy about this. It was a pretty quick victory for the returning Alexa Bliss. It was like
3: three moves. Win. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Win. Uh, Then we got, uh, it was supposed to be Ezekiel versus Ken Owens. So uh, uh, Kevin Owens walks out with a gray wig. And like a frosted beard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so uh, Kevin Owens says, hey, if you're you, Ezekiel, if you're Elias' younger brother, then that makes me Kevin Owens' older brother. And then Zeke, straight face. Oh, hello, Ken. <laughs>
2: Hi, Ken. It's <laughs> good they, to meet you. And that just
3: frustrates Kevin Owens. Like, no, I'm trying to prove yeah. a point. People don't yeah. believe that you're Ezekiel. The people in back are just playing along, and no one believes that you're Elias' younger brother. And then Kevin Owens pulls the crowd, anyone believes that... Ezekiel is Elias's, uh, uh, uh younger brother. And it gets like a mixed response. Kevin Owens acts like everybody said yes. He says, mm-hmm. well, uh, did anybody here finish high school? You're all either idiots or liars. I hate liars. He tells Ezekiel to cut the crap. And Ezekiel says, lower your voice. I don't think uh, your younger brother, Kevin Owens, would approve. And Kevin Owens says, Kevin would approve because he would talk like this too. It's like, I am Kevin. He takes the wig off. <laughs>
2: And he says, I'm Kevin and just like, like you're like, Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah. I'm Kevin just Zeke like. really sells it. I know.
3: Yeah, he's really taken aback. He says, I'm Kevin just like uh, you, Ezekiel, are Elias. And uh, Ezekiel says, uh, No, Eli- I- I'm not Elias. But I can say right now, uh, it'd be a perfect time for Elias to come out and sing you a lullaby to calm you down. And then Kevin Owens attacks Ezekiel. Uh, Ezekiel turns the tables. Eventually, uh, Alpha Academy runs out to make the save. Um Otis hits Ezekiel with a splash, and Kevin Owens falls with a stunner.
2: I'm still laughing over a couple of weeks ago when uh Owens Champa said, "Easy mistake to make." It's Ezekiel. I know Ezekiel. <laughs> I wish they would do a little bit more backstage stuff of other superstars selling Ezekiel. I know because that shit is really funny. It is Easy pretty mistake funny. to make. It's Ezekiel. Ezekiel. <laughs> that should be on a shirt. Easy mistake to make. <laughs> That's Ezekiel. <laughs> oh man because uh, I, I think now they're selling one that photoshopped picture of Ezekiel and Elias next to each other oh. they're selling a shirt with that oh, on that's it that's pretty
3: funny that's pretty
2: funny Yeah. Uh, after that we had Asuka and Pierce backstage Pierce tells Asuka she's more than deserving of a match against Bianca Becky steps in says deserve is a funny word she says I'm the greatest Raw Women's Champion ever lived and I haven't gotten a rematch but Asuka's been back a week and she hasn't done anything and she gets handed a title shot and Pierce says, Asuka has to beat Bianca tonight, then she'll earn a title shot. And Becky says, that's a weird concept, beating the champ to beat the champ. That doesn't make any sense, which is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Pierce says, uh, Asuka's team got the win last week, and Becky shoots back, says, well, she didn't get the pin. Liv got the pin, not Asuka. She had, Liv got the pin on Sonia. She said, did you orchestrate this whole thing, Pierce? Last time Asuka was champ, she's like, I handed it to you. I handed it to Asuka. And uh, Becky says, the, the, the deck is stacked against her. She says, "I'll knock it down." Oscar says, Oscar starts yelling. She gets fed up cuz she's just standing there the whole time. She gets fed up, starts screaming. She says, "I gave you the title to be a mom, but you're not acting like a mom. You're acting like a little baby." <laughs> and she starts whining like a yeah. baby. That was pretty funny stuff, man. At some point, I need to see this Becky, this version of Becky and Oscar as a tag team. Yeah. That's what I want to that see. Be when Becky turns fun. face inevitably, but sticks with this character. That'd be pretty great. That's gonna be a great tag team. Yeah,
3: well, it will be. Uh, then we got Veer Mahan taking on Frank Loman. Ah, NWO Wardlow man. Yeah. So they gave Frank an interview. Uh, asked by Byron, you have any concerns facing Veer? Um, and Frank says, I have concerns heading into this match. I don't want to get carted out after getting decimated by Veer, but I have a wife and triplets at home Eesh. who are expecting me to provide for them. So I have to do this for my family. And Frank got a little bit of his shit in. You got a couple mm-hmm. moves in. He did, yeah. He did. Uh, Veer though eventually drops him with the Fez press. That leads to the million dollar arm clothesline, cervical clutch to get the win. At least Frank didn't get another cervical clutch after the bell, though.
2: That's true. That's true. Maybe they, uh, uh, you know, told Veer, "Hey, you're risking a DQ, a retroactive DQ." Maybe. If you do maybe I miss when they used to do that. Mm-hmm. After that, we had a Cody Rhodes interview at Gorilla. He says uh, he's asked, "What's next between me and Seth?" He says, "I hope nothing." Sets the top five in the world, but I walked away with the moment and the money and the victory. As far as I'm concerned, that chapter is closed. Theory is brimming with potential, but the thing about potential is it's like gold—you got to dig to find it. He says so. You better be ready to dig because nothing sounds better to me than the American Nightmare, new United States champ. Mm-hmm. So we had that match up next, and uh, we had uh, some a lot of theory getting his shit in, including uh, mocking the Stardust gimmick. Yeah. He did that. Uh, and then Cody mounts a comeback, uh, hits a power slam, gets a two with that. A moonsault gets two with that. Uh, but uh, eventually, uh, Cody hits a Cody cutter, and then Seth attacks Cody from behind. Uh, so, Cody gets a win, but it's via DQ. Yeah. Seth slams Cody's head repeatedly on the announce table, and then follows up with a vicious stomp on the announce table.
3: Uh, then we got Sasha and Naomi taking on Dewdrop and Nikki ASH. Uh Dewdrop and Nikki not a cohesive team at all yet. No. So uh right. Dewdrop is actually dominating pretty early. Eventually Naomi gets the hot tag to Sasha. Um, uh, she's looking for a crossbody off the top rope. Dewdrop catches her, hits a slam, but after the slam, Dewdrop kind of uh, goes back towards her corner, Nikki tags herself in. And for a while, she maintains the advantage, but then she's calling for the 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 swinging neckbreaker and just preening way too much. And Dewdrop's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, tag me and tag me and tag me!" In. And Nikki's like, "No, I got this." So Sasha escapes uh, the neckbreaker, tags a Naomi. Sasha knocks Dewdrop off the apron. Then her and Naomi hit their finish on Nikki to get the win. And afterwards, Dewdrop gets in the ring and tells Nikki repeely, "Get your head in the game. You got to start taking this seriously. You got to start taking yeah, this man. seriously." I really wish that they would like
2: sort of re-gimmick Nikki ASH. Just take her back to Nikki Cross. She can still have, like, a superhero thing, but maybe thematically, like, turn it darker, like Superman 3. Uh, mm-hmm. or just even the color scheme can be, like, black and red like we saw Dewdrop wearing last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be kind of cool. But they, yeah. they don't do that stuff. They no. just sort of, you know, you just bring your gear and that's what you wear, I guess. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Anyways, after that we had Mustafa Ali versus Champa. Have we gotten any? So uh, Miz was a special guest ref here. It was great because as the other participants were leaving, Miz comes down and he's all dancing around, being yeah, special yeah, yeah. guest ref. Um, has Champa said anything nope. about what his nope. motivation? And even
3: commentary said that Champa hasn't said word one about why he attacked Mustafa Ali.
2: Okay, so he's just doing this to do it. Hopefully, we get something he's out doing of Ciampa it because
3: that's what creative told him to do.
2: Yeah, I know because like he's he's just. He's just the pawn here in Miz's feud with Ali. Yeah. Well, he's not really the pawn. I mean, for this match he is, but prior to
3: this, he wasn't. He was like doing his own thing. Unless like on the QT, Miz had been paying Trump well,
2: off to to the I'm attack just speaking Ali. sort of yeah, behind the scenes. In you know, like like in, in creative, he's just sort of doing this and it's benefiting the Miz, but the the really the, the feud is Miz and Ali oh, yeah, totally, and Champ is totally. just sort of in there. Yeah. And it's like okay, that's sort of a bummer. So of course, Miz being special guest referee, he's just ignoring every single pin attempt that Ollie does, running circles whenever there's a pin attempt, being the slowest to count everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, in the end, when Champa scores a pinfall, it's with a really fast oh, count, it's like
3: the fastest possible count.
2: Yeah, so kind of ridiculous. I mean, if you're Ollie at this point, you just you realize that the you know the odds are against you so severely. Just give Miz a big drop kick and take yeah. take the DQL. I guess. Yep. I don't
3: know. Uh, then we got Lacey Evans promo talking about uh, her father ODing two days before her tryout. Another family member ODing right before her first NXT match. Says right now uh, she's living for her daughters, and she learned she's learned to keep fighting to beat the cycle because life is worth living. And mm-hmm. says uh, the experiences I've had have created the woman I am today. She did, they yeah.
2: didn't do the tagline. Right, the I'm not better than anybody, but they're not better than me. They did not do that in this promo. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Somebody in chat earlier mentioned maybe Vince saw Joker (laughs) because that was kind of the thing about Jokers. He had like a shitty life, shitty upbringing, and then he turned into the Joker. Uh, After that, we had a Bobby Lashley promo. He's uh, raging against Amos. He wants a cage match next week on Raw against Amos. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had some 24-7 shenanigans. R-Truth backstage with Dana and Tamina. Uh, he's there to serve papers to Reggie under the subterfuge of they're going on a double date. Mm. And uh, yeah, Tamina says, yes, both of our marriages are duds. <laughs> and then Reggie and Akira walk up with flowers. And R-Truth says, wow, you got these great limp flowers for your wife. Yeah, Here's your papers. You've, You've been, been served. served. Yeah. And he tries to serve Tazawa and Tazawa runs off. And Tamina's like, hey, it's not legal until he's been served, until he accepts the papers. So it's pretty funny stuff. It was pretty funny. Then we
3: had our main event, Asuka versus Bianca Belair. Becky joins commentary. So this match, the bell rang with like eight minutes to go in the show.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: yeah. So
3: you knew we weren't getting any sort of real finish, sure enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, what
2: we got was pretty fun
3: though. yeah I mean the, the, the six or seven minutes we got was, was a lot of fun I wish we could have got mm-hmm. a whole match. so uh, at one point Asuka has an arm bar on Bianca Bianca powers out slams Asuka is going for the, the her handspring moonsault and while she's doing the handspring Becky grabs her by the wrist and pulls her out of the ring throws her in the ring steps of course DQ finish she gets in the ring uh, boots Asuka uh, uh, hits a leg drop manhandle slam Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, Let's go and answer some questions. I got a thread right here on the Patreon. If you want to help support going in raw, check it, get out some, uh, get some bonus content and uh, drop us a question. If you can't make the show live on the Twitch, got patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. we got a bunch of reward tiers there. $20 a month. You get, a, you get a comic book and a bunch of stickers.
3: Oh, yeah. It's, it's a story within the comic book that can only be told within a comic book. You
2: try to make a movie out of the story, it costs way too much money. Billions of dollars, we're talking. Full-color comic book featuring the going in raw players circa 2016. Uh, i got to update that one day. Put the enforcer in there. I'll just shoehorn him in there somehow. Oh, that's somehow. a good idea. Just put like an yeah. insert
3: with the enforcer in. Yeah, exactly. Like a two-page insert.
2: Yeah, yeah. A day in the life of the Enforcers. There it's you him go. Sitting there watching hockey. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Rob Conway guy says, you've just been given the ability to travel the multiverse. What professional wrestler would you find to bring back to our universe for a match against themselves?
3: That that feels like you're going to mess with the space-time continuum. I don't I don't want to do that. You could lead to the <sighs> end of the universe doing, pulling something like that. doesn't seem worth it.
2: Roman Reigns. All right. Because somebody's got to win that match. In the stipulation, it would be uh, it'd be an I quit match because there's like no DQ or anything like that. All know? right, so Roman and versus somebody Roman. would have to give up. Roman versus Roman would be my
3: thing. All right, all right. Steve's a little, little plays a little more loosely with the space time than I do, I guess.
2: I already opened up. I suppose. the portal. Yeah, I brought one of me knows?
3: over here. Who knows what you what what damage you've already wrought doing that? Untold. Untold. Yeah, uh totally. Raj, Raj Cody with what we've seen so far what do you think the Hell in the Cell matches at Hell in the Cell uh, will be? Uh Seth and Cody um Edge and AJ both possibilities.
2: Yeah, there's like the 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 women's title stuff really doesn't seem like it. Bianca doesn't even have a challenger right now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And Ronda, it's too early to tell for her, but there's mm-hmm. no heat behind anything.
3: No, not enough to justify. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was if it was Ronda and Charlotte again,
2: maybe. But it seems yeah, to right. be yeah. off
3: TV for uh, a couple months.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Xavier Gray says, "Oh, this is interesting. Is Bianca going to be set to face Asuka and Becky Lynch in a triple threat match at Hell in a Cell? It's possible." That's a possibility. Yeah, that'd be possible. that'd be a hell of a match. Yeah, that'd be
3: great. It'd be really good, really, really good. Shane's birthday tweet. Why do wrestlers do their whole entrance when making a save like? Uh, uh,
2: mm. uh, Reed did that or, time, and then yeah, Jeff Hardy did. Jeff Bullet Club last night. They got to get their shit in. Look, what's the number one thing you're in wrestling for? If you're a wrestler, It's not to make friends, to make money, it's to make money. You got to get your shit in
3: here. So part of it, I think, is we've seen a, a, a lot when wrestlers are doing something in the ring, someone else's music hits, they stop whatever they're doing. Yeah, right. Stop. Yeah. And so maybe that's enough. They hear the music, they see Finn mm-hmm. come out, and they're going to stop what they're doing. So maybe just by their mere presence.
2: Finn knows. He's
3: like. The beatdown well, like, will come to an end. Yeah.
2: Hit the music. They'll stop. Yep. Because they're, they got to prepare themselves for, you know, uh, my freaking roll of dimes coming at them. And then there you go. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Mountain Bike Jesus, after the Lacey Evans thing on SmackDown, do you think they're doing a Cody-like Homelander thing with her? Or are they just that clueless? I think they're just that clueless.
3: Yeah, they probably had one idea and then decided to change course.
2: Yeah. Uh, Luisa Reza says, Will there be a weekly update on the Steven Larson Basketball League? It's the only wins I'm getting lately, because I'm not getting that fucking big red. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, if you want it, I'm down to do that. Sure, sure.
3: Uh, give me give me one more week of preseason, starting not this week, the week after we can do it.
2: <laughs> we're in the preseason? Yeah. I've been racking up win after win after win. That's well,
3: good. You should have the momentum going into the regular season then.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't. I thought we were in the regular season. Oh,
3: I didn't know we were going to start keeping track.
2: Oh, no. All right. All right. One more week of preseason. One more week of preseason. I was going to shoot around today. Ball was flat. Okay. All right. All right. Your jumper's flat, my friend. I mean, I'm trying to rectify that. However, my ball says <laughs> says no, not going to happen. You Gotta get your ball in order, son. Uh, let's see here. Uh, David Matushek. Even though Alexa Bliss still has the doll, do you think her supernatural abilities are gone outright? <sighs> it depends on I what the I writers think, think. and don't they know. don't know. Now, if it's like a
3: continuation of what she was doing prior to the elimination chamber, I guess it makes sense. You know, that was all about kind of uh, uh, uh getting that that character out of her yeah uh and and, and having lily there as as a sense of comfort mm-hmm, yeah you know yeah um, so i'm guessing this is just a continuation people in chat were saying that lily sells a ton of merch so lily's mm-hmm. not going anywhere yeah
2: right yeah 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 that's true Anyways, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thanks to our sponsors, Lumen, Blenders, Upside, and First Person, for hooking us up on the show. Thank you so much.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,